previously on Planet Arcana. When last we saw our crew, they were scattered about the wreckage of not one but two owl vehicles, and their foe scavenge had violently vomited into existence several ghosts from his past. Through the Cransimmon Grove, our heroes battle, but not alone. It seems that while these ghosts were created by the Disasteroid, they have no love for him. One by one the ghosts fall, and one by one they impart a memory upon Scavenge. Little by little he unravels as he is forced to relive his most cruel, selfish, and destructive acts. Little by little his protection against the party's magic fades. Finally, a battered scavenge retreats down an icy crevasse and into a secret cave where he hurriedly begins to create a teleportation circle, his only means of escape. With their quarry cornered and scavenge's cruelty all but at an end, Riot knows she is the one who must end it. Exploiting the weakness she created in him within the digital network, Riot uses the golden thread of her encoded thoughts to inflict upon scavenge a blow he is defenseless against. Memories of happier times, of hopeful dreams, of a fierce love that shifted and changed and became ugly and violent. Overcome with grief and regret, Scavenge accepts his fate, beckons Riot to follow him through the teleportation circle to the nearby creation point, and once he and the crew arrive, begs her to stop him. Permanently. And so she does. In the aftermath, our party embraces. Could it really be over? Have they won? Only two things are certain. One is that they are a family. The other is that they have once more awakened the attention of the mysterious box as it erupts into yet another song. A curiously familiar song. I can hear you. I am listening. from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. Compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. One week ago, the box fell silent. Fast forwarding. You now find yourselves sitting together in Crater's apartment, surrounded by the few things you took along on this journey, all of them packed up and ready to leave. One week ago, your chapter with Scavenge concluded as he begged for release via Riot's short... 
fuck, as he begs for release via Riot's (laughs) short sword, you've finally been able to take a week-long deep breath after a long, heavy, emotional chase. Today especially, you monitor your pips because soon you'll be out of pip range and you're waiting for a message. You scroll through a few messages that you've received from J Detective over the week. In order, they read... From seven days ago. Thanks for the memo. I hope you got your heat fixed. My heat is fine. In fact, it's burning very bright. If you're about finished, I can send a ride so we can talk where the heat is hottest. End recording. Six days ago. The ride will be there in a day. See you soon. End recording. Five days ago. I expect you got picked up. Should be here shortly. Looking forward to thawing in the heat. Postscript. I tried an egg flight. All the eggs were cooked less than I had imagined. End recording. (laughs) Four days ago. Don't worry, I just got word that the ride was running a day late. They should be here any minute. End recording. Three days ago. My contact assures me that the drivers are reliable. They're apparently caught up doing something extremely important. Should be there by the end of the day. End recording. Drivers, huh? Two days ago. (laughs) What's the worst thing you've ever done in a fey game of truth or dare? Note to self, buy a few extra pairs of fishnets. Ride should be there today. End recording. (laughs) And finally, from yesterday, I have been affirmed that without a doubt, the ride will be there tomorrow. My contact is monitoring the car. I'll let you know exactly when and where to meet them. Should be close to your location. End recording. Wow. That's useful. I have a question right off the top here. So, (laughs) B, you said that we're in Crater's apartment. Does Crater have a place in Midmoss or are we back in Troponia Vega? Oh, you are in Midmoss. Thank you for the clarifying okay. question. And maybe Crater, do you want to tell me a little bit about the apartment? Oh, gladly. I think <laughs> I think I think Crater forgot that he had this apartment. Like he's been away for a while. You know, it's probably good that we have a little bit of downtime so we could go and like pick up the mail and you know sweep up the cobwebs here and there. <laughs> Crater's apartment is near the outskirts of Midmoss in this unpresuming apartment complex. So he's up on the seventh floor. The hallways leading to this apartment door, like there's wallpaper coming off, like there's a leaky ceiling, like it Mm. looks really, really rough. There's lights Mm -hmm. flickering. As Crater put in the key and turned the door, the exact same thing on the interior side of this apartment. (laughs) It's like, it's like 10 foot by 10 foot. There's no window (laughs) In this immediate room, <laughs> lights are flickering. There's an odd smell. Uh, and then, I think I lived here in my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Creator would turn around and see the look of apprehension on, on the party's face and be like, don't worry, this is just a security measure. There's a lot of, a lot of break-ins. And if they see a nice apartment right away, they kind of want to steal all your shit. So then he'd go and like move an ironing board off of the wall. And then there'd be a door behind there. And as he opens that up, it says, bright spacious open floor layouts there's like white walls with like little orange accents everywhere there's like modern furniture there's a kitchen island that's like black granite top of the line milk steamer and like cappuccino (laughs) machine like super super like metropolitan like beautiful upscale apartment wow damn oh my crater this is this is impressive i i had no idea the way you were living in troponia vega i (laughs) I didn't realize that this was your style at all but i must i must say i am looking forward to how spacious the bathtub must be i'm gonna sleep well in there tonight (laughs) celestina i'm really excited for you to find out that it's a jacuzzi tub (laughs) oh my stars A jacuzzi for Crater, would that be, like, so hot? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How 
hot does it need to be yeah. to relax Crater Wayne? <laughs> I, I think there's there's probably a little it's it's probably pretty dangerous and it's like not a good idea to have this in your own home, but there there definitely is like a kettle plugged in right beside the bathtub just so you can constantly just fill it up with boiling water. <laughs> I'm so confused about the mechanics of this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I guess I want to ask, what is foremost on your minds in terms of like the events of the past week? What are you reflecting back on right now? Is is Garbazine with us? Interesting. Is Garbazine with you? To find that out, I think we need to travel backwards in time. In fact, to right Ooh. after the box fell silent. The wind gently drifts some snow across the Cransimmon creation point, like a long-anticipated exhale as the song fades from the box. Scavenge lays motionless on the ground before you, blood slowly pooling around his midsection. Riot, though you refuse the devil's deal to take Scavenge's arm, you are reminded that a piece of it still needs your attention. Chagrin's middle finger still rests in Scavenge's limp left arm. Mm. I'm going to uh, bend down and cut it out it gives as you do that before you really have a chance to react to what's going on you suddenly hear a shout from pacemaker i need extra hands he pushes his way out of the main tent carrying a limp garbazine Celestine rushes over oh, i am so glad to find you here I, I i i'm so sorry i could not find you at the you know where the disasters were but i i did find garbazine and then a well a little uh well, little star fellow showed up and suddenly we were flying in different <sighs> circumstances. It would be very exciting. Uh, yeah. But I just I just barely make it out. Well, we are certainly glad to see you. Uh, but is 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 Garbazine going to be all right? I, I, I couldn't. Uh, there was nothing I could do for him back at the at the encampment there. But uh, is, is there something that you can do? I know that Snowshoe helped him before, but he's not around now. I am afraid that I I have not yet encountered someone in this condition. I fear that Garbazine has taken a lot of pig. A lot of pig indeed. And even since the times that I found him, well, I, I'm sorry, my friends. I, I, I don't know if he's going to make it, but we must try. Well, there's got to be something that you can do, Pace. Like... Oui, oui, absolument. I, I will try my best deep tissue massage, but I, I feel like I, <laughs> I might need some help. What do you need? We'll, we'll, what can we do? We'll, we'll do whatever you need, Pacemaker. Let me introduce the mechanics here. Pacemaker is a doctor, so he does have some ability to try to help Garbazine survive. He needs your help, though, and I'm going to leave it up to you to tell me what that is. It could be like helping to lift his body if you want to use a strength check. It could be like a charisma-based check to, you know, either talk to Garbazine, talk to Pacemaker. It can be whatever you want. But what I'll tell you is that everyone's going to make a check with whatever skill they're using. You need so many successful checks for Garbazine to survive. Pacemaker will do one as well. It will be a medicine check at advantage because everyone is helping him and everyone else can make whatever check they would like to aid in this. I would like to make a persuasion check mm -hmm. to talk to Garbazine to try to get him to... You know, when somebody has a coma, is in a coma and, and you're trying to <laughs> speak to them through like the, the veil of the dream to try to get them to come mm -hmm. back or try to get them to stay. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to get down on the ground right next to him, right next to his face and say, hey, buddy. Um, God, I don't know if you can hear me, but okay. If you can hear me, I... Can you come back? I feel like 
things are just about to get good again, and I feel like we can we can make some headway on everything that you've ever wanted that that, that Scavenge took away from you. He's gone. He's he's uh hang in there. We've got you. Just you know, everything's gonna be okay. If you could just come back, you're gonna make it. Give me that persuasion check. Can I give Riot guidance on this? An extra D4? Ooh, thank sure. you. Oof. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, uh, I still got 16, but it was a two. <sighs> oh, oh my wow. god. <laughs> 16. I am going to tell you right now that 16 is not high enough to beat the DC. Oh we mark a fail. Okay, I think I think Crater seeing Riot's method and it not really working... I think he would go up to Garbazine, get down on a knee. Like, Crater's real wobbly. He's real fucked up after that fight. Like, he's ba- barely hanging on, but, like, he's got to do something. If persuasion's not going to work in a similar fashion, can Crater try to intimidate him? Like, grab him <laughs> by the shoulders and try and, like, shake him awake? <laughs> Buddy, we're not losing you like this. Wake the fuck up. Come on. Not today. Not today. Take guidance. Take guidance as well. I'm just going to give everybody guidance. Ah, okay. Uh, mechanically, Celestine, this is like you from a week ago, right? So all your guidances and whatnot won't carry over to later in the session. Guidance is a cantrip. Guidance is a cantrip. Oh. And it just, and it disappears after somebody uses it once. So like the moment Riot used used it, then I, it's, it's, I can, I can give it to somebody else and we can just keep doing this. Oh God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have spells. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, I also got a 16. Both of you try to appeal to the Garbazine that seems to not be conscious but stuck in his body. And though you both pour your heart out and try and try, Pacemaker just sort of gives you like a nervous look. It's not working. It's another check in the fail category. And sorry, is this death save rules? Like three and he's done? Do you want to find out? (laughs) We're going to find out one way or the other, I suppose. eh? (laughs) Yep. All right, so Celestine's going to go, is going to be like, all right, hold on one second. I will be right back. Celestine takes off into the, the like, little copse of short trees that's kind of surrounding this, uh, this, this area here and looks around for some herbs or plants that he might recognize, you know, as similar to the good on wild, something that he might be able to administer to Garbazine to either slow what's ever happening to him or jumpstart his consciousness a little bit. Something something like that. I, I want to I wanna see if I can do a survival check. Is that cool? I will allow it. <laughs> okay. All right. Like a spicy pepper or something? <laughs> if I burn a spell slot to also cure wounds while I'm doing this, will you give me advantage? Sure. Okay. And I'll cast guidance on myself. <laughs> Probably smart. My goodness, that is a nineteen. Oh. I'm guessing that's not gonna not gonna do it. You rush out to the brush and start looking around for anything that looks familiar to you that you know to be healing or to have healing properties, and you find something that looks familiar. You rush back and you you rush back and see Crater shaking Garbazine to no avail. You come up on upon his body. And you just start using these herbs in in any way that you know how. And there is suddenly a almost like a jolt through Garbazine. Something worked. All right. All right. He's holding on. Okay. All right, buddy. Oh, this is oh, okay, good, good, oh, good. Yes. That was good. That was very good. Yes, yes, I can see that. Very good. Okay. Whew. All right. 
Thank you, everyone. Okay, I'm going to do my best here. And uh, Pacemaker sort of, like, gets a few vowels out. Some of them he sticks under Garbazine's nose. A couple he, like, tries to tilt a little bit into his mouth, massage down his throat, and then sort of starts just deep tissue massaging as frantically as you've ever seen him. And I'm going to roll medicine at advantage. Take guidance. It's a nat 20! Oh my god! Yes, Pacemaker, yes! Oh my god! It's on my fucking special lapis dice. <gasps> oh, my oh, that's God. beautiful. Not 20 counts as two successes in the pass column. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. Garbazine is one check away from surviving and one failed check away from not. Oh, oh my God. God. So wait, it's, th- it's four to get him up and three to kill him? Correct. Hmm. Again, Everything happens so fast, and before any of you have time to try something else, you notice a familiar figure pop into existence next to Pacemaker. I feel like I recognize him. Chagrin. Uh, hey. I, I, uh, I have your finger. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Whoa. I, I haven't seen it separate from Scavenge in so long. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to do with it. You need to bury it for me. Here? I'll... I'll show you where, but okay. your friend, Yeah. I feel like, I feel like your friend's halfway between you and me. Yeah. Is there anything that you, that you can do from your side? I might, I might be able to reach his spirit. Oh, please do. If you, and if you can tell him that we'd like him to come back. Please. I'll do my best. All right. Here we go. Guidance? Yeah, absolutely guidance. Oh my okay. god. Yeah, everybody, everybody take guidance all the time. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a 19! Oh, oh my god! Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god. I love these dice! Oh my god! <laughs> hey. Oh god. Is that is that with the guidance? Be like without? That's without the guidance. That was a natural oh, 19. Man. A okay, natural so 19. Oh my goodness. What happens here is Chagrin kind of goes up to Garbazine's body, kneels down next to him, and then they just sort of lean forward, and it's almost like they're sticking their head underwater into Garbazine. When they pull their head back out, Garbazine takes a great shuddering breath and opens his eyes. Oh my stars. Oh, welcome back, big guy. Oh. I have never been so happy to see you. Oh, what happened? Uh a lot. A <laughs> lot. No, I went, I fucking found Scavenge. I fucking found Scavenge. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, buddy. And so, so did we. He's not going to hurt anybody else anymore. Right, crashed an owl into him. <laughs> what? Awesome. I really wish you could have seen that. Oh, yeah. But I will point out that we chose not to take the owl that you were stuffed in the trunk of because Riot crashing that owl might have gone poorly for you. That would have been bad, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. You fucking did it. Yeah. Hey, Garbazine, are you are you here to stay? Are you okay? Um, yeah, I, I I'm trying. Oh, Monsieur, I'm so happy to see you. Yeah. Oh. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah, of course. You didn't. You still have my my share of the money, right? <laughs> uh, um. We're, yeah. we're absolutely. I will defer the answer to that question to Crater. <laughs> right, right, right. I got this. Okay. Um, there was a little snafu. What? However, I will get that money back to you with interest. 
after I murder a tutor, I guess. <laughs> oh my, we are going right in that direction, are we? Garbazine just kind of smiles and closes his eyes, looking like he needs some rest. I'm more than happy to watch him if uh, you'd like to go see our old friend, Monsieur Tuta. Oh yeah, I, I, I think that would be, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You hear a door slam suddenly into the, oh boy, I can't remember if it was a tent or a building. It was a tent. You hear um, <laughs> flaps slam suddenly. <laughs> Sounds like the slamming of flaps. You hear the ominous slam of flaps as... <laughs> as I read. Everything's sort of wrapped up It's a bad erotic here. novel now. <laughs> The nunnery or something, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Fuck. Um, oh, yeah. My <laughs> flaps just slammed shut. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The tent that you visited Tudor Virgin or- originally seems to be closed, zippered, and potentially locked. <laughs> okay. It's a it's a tent, right? <laughs> Yep. I'm going to grab my great axe and I'm gently just going to run a seam down the fabric and I'm just going to walk through. Make a strength check. 18. (laughs) Okay. With absolute ease, you are able to create a seam big enough for all of you to walk through. Celestine just puts a little hand on Crater's arm. Crater, uh, Ms. Riot, look, before we do this, I, I just, well, here's the thing. I know that we are looking for retribution here uh, but it's possible that this fella might be more useful to us alive than in several pieces as i see you equipped to make him into um (laughs) but i was wondering and oh oh boy this is Look, I hope you both know that i have all the respect in the world for you two and the skills that you possess and that i know that you are far more experienced with this lifestyle than 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 i am but i i would be remiss if i didn't point out that the last time y'all spoke to this individual he did take you for all of your money and some of mine and i was wondering if if it's not impertinent to ask if if maybe i might um if if maybe i might do the talking this time and, and and y'all back me up you know like like my my, my muscle and, and such if if i'm not stepping on anyone's toes you know i don't want to over overstep would that would that be all all right i i am gonna look at celestine so proudly <laughs> i'm gonna get down on a knee and put a hand on his shoulder all right man you're running point here Oh, oh my, really? Really? Do you mean it? Oh, oh my. Oh, oh my stars. This is going to be so exciting. Okay, okay, okay. I just need a moment to get my game face on. All right. Okay. If you need us to step in, just. Yeah, I I will, I will, I would hope that you would, you would come with me and, and if need be, perhaps restrain this, this, this fella. I I know that you could, you could do that fairly easily, but I just need a a moment to. And then I think Celestine tries on a, a few different like scowls. Um, and tries to, tries to look really yeah. tough. Like he's trying to do his best Jim International impression. <laughs> just just like and looks to riot for approval. Just a- after a few scowls, just like did I? How's that? Is that is that good? You know that, that like good? that like frown and nod like when you really like something. I'll be like yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's good. All right. Here I go. And so Celestine 
rips through the hole that that crater made, just like rips it farther open so that the light pours into the tent and <laughs> Celestine is framed from the back with the light. So you just see this black silhouette of a, you know, cowboy spurs jingling. Celestine takes out a joint, <laughs> sparks it up, looks up. I'm looking for Birch. (laughs) (laughs) I think Birch has been like sort of hiding behind his desk up to this point, hearing like the various tearing sounds. And he, I think he like jumps upright very suddenly in like a fake casual pose. And it's just like, oh, hey there. Hi there. Oh, hi there. Wow. A lot of ruckus going on outside there. Hey, well, you, you certainly are a, a dashing little, uh, dashing cowboy fella there. Uh, what, what? an old dude or bird to do you for <laughs> well for starters you can stop running your mouth and have yourself a seat you and i got business to discuss oh i uh i sure love sitting down can, <laughs> can i make you a macchiato <laughs> celestine takes a hit of his joint spits to the side nope <laughs> oh, oh well okay there I, i'm trying to cut back myself <laughs> you met a couple friends of mine earlier today oh well, they fr- paid you for some information i uh well i i i uh i can't recall any friends uh nope definitely haven't haven't uh, seen anything out of the ordinary the past couple days except, except for recent events around here you know <laughs> Celestine turns around and just waves Crater and Riot in through the hole. Oh, hey, hey, hey there. Oh, dear. Oh, uh, see, hey. your memory is uh, is coming back to you. Oh, That's those real friends. good. That's yeah. real, real good. I don't think we've been properly introduced. Celestine Wanderoff, nice to meet you. <laughs> well, I'm I'm Tudor Birch, as I suppose you knows. Uh, <laughs> what can I do you fine folks for? Well, for starters, we're going to be seeing the return of that 1700 gold you took for the information that led us exactly nowhere. Oh, well, well now, I, I, you know, I was operating on the information that I had at the time, I can assure you. Celestine takes just like takes another long drag on his <laughs> joints, just squints at him and doesn't say a goddamn thing. But, 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 you know, if you're telling me the information is bad, uh, uh, roll me an intimidation. For sure. Can, like, I, I think right they're helping mm-hmm. oh yeah okay that is a nat 20 oh uh, my god it's actually with with advantage it was a nat 20 and a nat one i think seeing celestine there puffing on his joint and like crater and riot step forward like the sweat intensifies and he's he's trying to keep it casual trying to keep it together and then he just kind of like throws himself down onto the ground and is like oh Please, you come on, friends. You you don't want to hurt old Tudor Birch. I'll give you back your money. Come on now. You you wouldn't you wouldn't hit a guy with a macchiato in his hand, would you? And he like hurries over to the macchiato machine <laughs> to start making a macchiato. Look, it's it's right there in my desk. What? Let me make you a macchiato and give you give you seventeen hundred back, and we'll call it we'll call it even. Yeah. Oh, I think there's gonna be. There's going to be a little more before we call it even the 1700 will be a good start since we did not get what we paid for. But we're going to need a little something else from you, sir. Um, make anyone a macchiato? I just love that nobody responds. Just like, <laughs> we just all fucking stare this guy down. Oh, he is sweaty. The like steam coming out of his face is just like intensifying and causing a lot of condensation. And he keeps like wiping his head with a handkerchief as he's making these macchiatos in silence. <laughs> Celestine makes, takes another drag 
So by now you would have seen what we, uh, what we made of your old pal Scavenge there. Now, I gather he was a pretty intimidating folk to most, but, uh, well, he's done now. And we're the ones that done him in. So I suppose that makes us the baddest group in this little area here. <laughs> Celestine looks back at, looks back at Crater and Riot, just kind of like n- nervous. It's <laughs> just like, I, how, how am I doing? How am I doing? Oh, my. Yeah. oh yeah. B- baddest little group in the area is exactly what I would That's say. That's enough Absolutely. out of you right now. I did not yeah. tell you to talk. Uh, you'll know when to talk. <laughs> is now when I talk? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so here's the thing. Now we would prefer... Not to hurt you. Oh, God. That's not why we came here today. I mean, scavenge. Well, there was no choice in that. You know, dog goes rabid, you gotta put him down. That's a mercy, not a crime, where I come from. No use for a rabid dog. But maybe you can be useful, Birch. Oh, I'm not rabid, I can assure you. But can you be useful? Oh, I... Is the question. Absolutely. Oh, yo, absolutely. Old Tudor Birch. That's that's my middle name. Tudor Useful Birch. <laughs> that, is, that is an intriguing name. And let's, uh, <laughs> let's put that to the test. Tell us what you know about Scavenge's operation. Stealing parts from androids. Well, uh... I gotta be honest, uh, I didn't ask too many questions, you know, I I set this place up as a place where y- you can come and do a little money-making under the table with not too many questions, I- I'm sure you understand, but, uh, well, I, I do know that uh, so- some of the parts were kept by the disasteroids and some of them were sent off to some other location, uh, you know, s- sold for funds, primarily. Uh, that's about the extent of my knowledge, I swear. Can I get, like, switch my arm back to my gun? Oh, yeah. And can I, for the love of God, roll an insight check on this motherfucker to, <laughs> to see if he's actually telling us the truth? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's only a nine. I could do one, too. Okay, yeah, for, go for it. That is a 22. Oh, oh shit, God. yeah. Okay, so, Celestine, you're pretty confident that uh, he doesn't know too much more about the scavenge thing but uh riot you can see that he's kind of uh let's say that he started to like look to the left a lot when he's answering that question and you can sense that while he doesn't know a ton more about scavenge there is something else that he's avoiding telling you okay i'm gonna uh, take a look at celestine just to be like kind of check in to see if i could get at uh tutor birch just a little bit that's not stepping on toes celestine gives a little tip of his hat i'm gonna kind of saunter over to tutor birch in the tent and say you know scavenge begged me not to kill him and i almost didn't i just thought oh he's so cute he's so helpless but then i changed my mind i'm not very good with patience and you're trying mine oh boy uh okay look can you roll me an into, uh, intimidation, intimidation check it. <laughs> that is a 19 <laughs> fuck yes all right okay and he uh wipes at his condensation once more okay i uh look i i can't help but notice that you went into the supplies tent that a couple of very specific boxes were missing uh, one of them exploded. I also know a little bit about, uh, well, a little bit about the uh, the drug scene in uh, this year area. And, uh, well, let's just say that some of the drugs that are made in this area are wanted elsewhere, and I helped make that happen. What kind of drugs? Oh, I mean, you know, the classic rat. And what do you know 
about other specters giving rat to young androids. Now, 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 look, if old Tudor Birch tells you about this, then I, I'm basically out of a job. Like you said, I'm, I'm more useful to you here, you know, passing you the occasional information, making you the occasional macchiato, hey now. I think you'd rather be out of the job than dead, wouldn't you? <laughs> By the looks of it, your boss is already, already feeding the ground, so... I think you're out of a job anyway, friend. And unless you'd like to join him, you're going to have to start talking. All right, we're only one more intimidation. I'd say you can each do one for that. Okay. Hell yeah. Creators is in the back looking so proud of these two. <laughs> Mine sucked. Mine sucked. Mine was a five. Uh, 23. There oh. we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I can see that there is a scavenge corpse out there, so... <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I guess I can trust what you're saying is true here. Okay, okay, okay. Here's here's the deal. I was sort of set up for this position here by a certain high up specter who has a vested interest in circulating rat throughout the creation points of the fifth collide theory. So that that's you know, if you know the specters, you might know a couple of names. Keep a name. All right, all right, all right. It's uh, it's edict. Of course. You're, you mean to tell me that Uncle Edict wants young androids to have access to Rat? Yeah, that's the plan there. I mean, you know, I know he's got some sort of big picture, spiritual, philosophical plan about it all. But, uh, you know, basically what I know is that the Rat gets produced up here and uh, gets picked up from here. It gets distributed to other creation points. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think what Edict is after is, well, it's a bit of a gambit to, I don't know, I guess maybe increased devotion to the Arcana and, and to the Spectres themselves. Uh, it's a little it's a little lofty for me, you know, we got some, like, long game stuff going on here, but, uh, but yeah, that's what he's after. He is trying to enlighten the minds of young androids <sighs> by giving them drugs. Yeah, I don't know if he sees it like that, you know, Edict, uh, Edict kind of lives in his own world there sometimes. <laughs> oh, I don't buy that. But look, that, that really is all I know, okay? And, and, and like I said, I don't ask too many questions. That That's part of why I got the job, you know? We got to do one more insight on this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all can roll insight on that if you like. Oh, mine's crappy. Ooh. Ooh, mine is 21. Mm. All right. I think with that 21, you've never seen co- condensation of this like. He's talking a lot more. He's sort of throwing things out as much as he can to make you trust him. You're pretty sure that that's about the extent of his knowledge. What do you know about Lux Booker's involvement in all of this? I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I swear. I swear to God here, I'm being honest. I, I don't know. I don't know that name. Do we need to know to roll another insight on that or is the last one going to yeah. carry over? Yeah, I'll let that carry over. That, that strikes true. Okay. All right, Birch. That was mighty helpful of you. So what's going to happen now is we are going to collect the money that you took from us. We're going to collect any other money you might have, because as far as I'm concerned, all of it is ill-gotten gains. Oh, but I mean, how am I supposed... Oh, come on now. <laughs> You're retired, Birch. What? what? We didn't talk about me being retired. We talked about me being useful. Come on. Well, and you have been useful, and I thank you for that. And that's why you get to walk out of here and retire. Unless you'd like to come to some other arrangement. Well, okay, well, let me... Let me get this and by other here. arrangement, I mean we kill you. Was that uh, was that okay, clear? Okay, was that yeah, was that yeah, was no, that no. clear for everybody <laughs> that, that we that kill was, you? 
That was my next question. Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> you just want me to walk out of there all the way back to Midmouth with no money in my pocket? What am I supposed to? Come on. Let me, let me keep. You can always just walk down to the pier. There is a nice gentleman down there that can supply you a dinghy, and it's a lot easier than walking. <laughs> Uh, there's been no one down there by that pier for as long as I've been here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just the dinghies. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody's been around these pops for 400 years. <laughs> okay, let me keep oh. like, let me keep it like 300. Like 2,000 total? What, like I get to keep 2,000? No. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... How much? How much are you giving us? Here? How much do we find here? Like, if he's got, if he kept our money in the drawer, the seventeen hundred in the drawer, we've got that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much else do we find around here? Everybody, roll me an intim- uh, investigation. Can I roll intimidation instead of investigation? <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Both are applicable here. Oh, not twenty. I got not Yay. twenty. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> okay. So Birch like goes into his desk and like slaps out the money and counts it down for you, and that's your seventeen hundred. And then he very reticently goes. Goes, if is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Over to the mock. Thank you. Over to the macchiato machine and uh, opens up the like the like water section of it oh and uh, <laughs> goes inside and pulls out another five hundred and is like, oh, that's even more than two thousand. There, you can you can go ahead and take that whole five hundred. Celestine, you noticed that he kind of like moved something out of the way before taking that five hundred out. So you can assume there's <laughs> more in the macchiato machine. Okay. For flavor, all right, I'm going to cast a guiding bolt. I just want to make the light gun appear and shoot the macchiato machine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! Just like, quick draw, bang, destroy the macchiato machine. That was going to be my new business. Oh, that was my my backup plan was macchiato barista, son of a bitch. And like, you can see that like some extra money has like cascaded out. So basically what you've got um, scattered about the office is your 1700 and an additional thousand, uh, which... Tudor Birch, come on, let, let me just keep the 300, okay? Come on, you, you broke my macchiato machine. You can have 50. Oh, oh, oh come on now, there. All right. And he takes his 50, he takes the some pieces of the broken macchiato machine. I'm like, yeah, you sure you don't need an extra Tudor on your side working, working from up here? No. Tudor Birch, I advise you to spend the rest of your days attempting to make amends for what you've done. You've contributed to the harm of a a whole heck of a lot of androids, and, well, frankly, I'm not sure how you sleep at night, but from now on, I want you to sleep at night with the idea in your head that should you step another toe at a line, me and my friends here might come and pay you another visit. And with that, Celestine pitches the rest of his joint into the corner and uses Druidcraft to light it up and, and, like start a fire on the tent oh my god tudor birch is like okay 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 i can see that you're fucking crazy serious here i'm gonna get out of here before i burn down and he leans down to under his desk and he like pulls out this looks like a rod at first but then he appears to be like using it like a bit of a walking stick and he's gonna be taking that with him too i'm gonna step forward here i'm just gonna kick it out from underneath him (laughs) gonna pick it up and be like this is ours too son of a (laughs) 
And I walk out of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> Tip my hat to Birch and walk out. Cog spurs jangling. Birch exits the tent and walks really freaking defeatedly, sort of <laughs> down the path that y'all came from, from Midmoss, occasionally glancing back at the alight tent. <laughs> Some of um, the android children in this area come up to the tent and see it, like, up in flames. And they're like, yay! (laughs) Great time! Great time! That's right. Wow. That is right. Great time. Can we make (laughs) s'mores? Yeah, where's the tutor? Does he have s'mores? Oh, Oh. the tutor has other business to attend to, but I'm sure we can find you some stuff for s'mores in the mess tent. Come on now. All right, mess tent! (laughs) My friends, I could not help but notice that Tutor Birch just came walking out of a giant flaming tent and <laughs> left. I hope everything is okay. Oh, everything is is just fine. This creation point will need a new tutor, but uh, I don't suppose you're looking for a new line of work. I... me? A tutor? I don't see why not. That's kind of perfect. Pacemaker's like looking off into the clouds. You can always get <laughs> Snowshooter bring the barge up the river here. Park <gasps> at the end of the dock. Oh my god, couples to tell. <laughs> Frankly, I can't think of two people better to help guide young androids into adulthood than yourself and Snowshoe. You know, I really, really like this plan. <laughs> oh my goodness, maybe Garbazine would want to stay too. I just figured Garbazine <laughs> would take over the Disasteroids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're definitely going to install him as the leader of the Disasteroids, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that we have a Disasteroid army that we can call on whenever we want. Yeah. Are, are, are we the oh CIA? Yeah. <laughs> you can help get them back on track post-pig. That's right. That's right. I mean, like, and frankly, who who, who better to 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 lead them out of the pig era than uh, than than Garbazine, oh who knows full well the. So yeah, let's get Garbazine back on his feet so he can fucking take Scavenge's place. <laughs> lead the recovery. Hold on, you. As you start to envision what the future could be, we exit from this uh, vignette and come back to the present moment. All of you sitting in. Crater's apartment, thinking about what happened at the creation point. (laughs) Before we go on to the next thing, can we do just a quick bit of math here? How much gold did we walk away with and how much did we give Garbazine? We got 2650, right? Because it was 2700 minus Minus 50. 50. So 2650... So out of a four, so it's. I don't need a quarter of that. I need two hundred back. That's what I chipped in. What was Garbazine's original cut? It was five hundred. It was five hundred. Okay. So let's let's give. So sorry, math twenty twenty four fifty. Well, yeah. What what if we give like because we had a certain amount of money each, right? So what if we give of uh, us all back the amount of money that we originally had and then split four ways? Mm-hmm. That sounds great. The remainder. That sounds great. Uh, everyone, everyone, take uh, an extra one hundred and eighty right. uh, gold. Uh, and so then Garbazine will get 680. Nice. Beautiful. All the richer after your little expedition with the tutor. <laughs> Back in the apartment, you know, you're sort of still focused in on your pips, uh, you know, revising those messages and talking about that wild exchange at the creation point. Riot, as you're scrolling through, you kind of notice an article that catches your attention because it's a follow-up to a previous article that caught your attention. The update on the Solmazate state hostage sh- sh- shenanigan. Mm. Uh, 
is that Were you going to say situation? Because it is a situation. <laughs> a situation, yeah. The Solmazate hostage situation. Harley High Stakes is now sort of being suspected for some additional crimes, oh, no. uh, namely an axe went missing from the Solmazate estate oh, uh, no. and, <laughs> and some unicorn horns <laughs> from the Moth Museum. That was definitely Harley, <laughs> Celestine says as he polishes the unicorn horns. <laughs> That is luscious. There's also an advertisement in the margins about CGA, just like big announcement. Teaspoon is going to be a judge this year, and there Mm. might be some some great notable performance along those lines. Wow. Aside from Tudor Birch, what were some other highlights of the past week? What did you do right after that? Napped. (laughs) For 24 hours. That was a long fucking day. (laughs) Sorry, I just want to make sure I don't gloss over this. Like, there's like two things that were like immediately after that fight that I think we we needed to deal with. One was that safe. Getting in there and... As well as looking for Effigy's foot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to burbles Effigy's foot. <laughs> and as well as your limbic sensor. Yeah. Yes. That that feels like the most sort of crucial thing. Mm-hmm. Could, you could know. the nap have happened at the creation point and then we kind of like go about our business afterward once we're clear headed? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a nap around the bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> it's cozy. And uh, as dawn breaks the next day, you, uh, you make your plans to finish your unfinished business after things sort of calm down the bonfire is ashes chagrin sort of materializes and is just like hey so i don't know if you guys um are still down to come to my grave with me i can i can bury your finger yeah sure maybe you can help us though first there's a couple of of items that we're looking for and and maybe you can I don't know, to go see through things? How do, how do ghosts work? <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I, I think I can go through things. I can go through, like, time and space. <laughs> oh, just those things, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I can go through other stuff. Maybe we can do m- my funeral first. Okay. And then I can help you. Actually, n- no, I want to help you first, and then a funeral. And maybe if you all want to come, that would be nice. No one, no one gave me a funeral the first time. Oh, of course. Of course, of course, we'll yeah, be there. Let's, let's let's do this proper. And I mean, maybe we do the funeral first, because otherwise it feels a little like we're holding your finger hostage mm-hmm. <laughs> for you to help us. <laughs> Look, I I don't want to have any more unfinished business and old people stuff, you know, after my funeral. You know, I just right. I just kind of want to chill after that. That's fair. That is that is fair. Okay. So what do you need me to walk through? There are a couple parts that we're looking for. I'm going to turn to the Celestine and creators. Like, do we know if they're in him? I, I don't think that Effigy's foot is attached to Scavenge. That feels like something we would see mm-hmm. right here, right now. But, oh, Crater, I hate to say it. I'm not, I'm not digging through his body. I, I could. Right, right. Just elbow deep in intestine. <laughs> I was just thinking, tossing things here and there. Nope, not that. Well, maybe Chagrin could have a look through the the flesh and maybe have a gander before we cut uh, it if open. It's, it, if it's if it's in there, we can do that. I just I don't want to I don't want to go digging for just curiosity's sake. No, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll excavate. Chagrin will confirm first, though. Can you do that, Chagrin? Is that something you can do? What? What am I? I'm looking for it's what? A, it's called. It's called a limbic sensor. It's gonna oh, be. Yeah. It's gonna be a little, a little gray box with a red light on it. You shouldn't be able to miss it. All right. 
So the the body is rendered in twain <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> and Chagrin sort of is holding back nausea and sort of one by one confirming that like none of these parts are what you're looking for. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, that is a relief in, in one uh-huh. respect, but Crater is still without what he lost. Do you think they could be in those boxes? That's what I was going to ask. Chagrin, I hate to ask, but would you be able to... St- Stick your head into a bunch of boxes in that tent over there and see if anything catches your eye. I mean, it's going to be less gross than being inside Scavenge. That's very true. Uh, okay. <laughs> and they go in to the tent and you see them like sticking their head into boxes one by one. And they come out and they're just like, it's all Spectre stuff, just standard Spectre parts, you know. Damn. And you didn't find this this foot that we were looking for either, did you? The one that's like all round and stuff, the one you told me about? Yeah, yeah. 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 No. God damn it. Maybe we should go back to the caves. That is a good idea, Crater. There were some things there that we did not have time to, to look through, as well as, as I believe, the safe that you spotted earlier. We do have the combination. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Do we want to bring Chagrin with us, or should we give them their funeral first? I, I think we've asked enough of yeah. Chagrin yeah. at this point. Thank you for all the help. I, I hope you can rest easy from here on out. Damn. Where's your grave, Chagrin? Thanks, guys. I'm really glad I met you, and... And your friend, too. It's just back into the grove. I I can show you. Okay. Back into the Cransimmon Grove, past the abandoned Cransimmon Processing Factory, and towards the old, worn-down lodges, Chagrin leads you. They pop in and out of space and time more frequently than before, perhaps a part of them understanding they are about to leave this plane for good. Finally, you reach their destination, an unremarkable, thick-canopied resting place. There's no marker here to denote a grave, but Chagrin suddenly reappears above a spot under a large tree, and they look at you all. This is it. This is this is where I am. Mm. He just put it under the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig, dig down until you find my hand. Okay. And get down and help dig. Okay. My maker made that especially for me, so I could give really good middle fingers. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It extends upwards, so it's like a really, you can see it from a long time wow. away. Anyway. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> Your maker does sound tremendously cool. In the politest way possible, I'm sure a lot of people hated you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> in, a, in, in a jealous sort of way. They were, yeah. they were envious yeah. of you. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> oh. I think I found it. Oh my god, I can't look. I'm gonna pee th- I'm gonna throw up. Just put it just just try to attach it. I'm gonna reach my pocket and grab the finger. Celestine is gonna cast mending yeah. on the finger and the hand so that they join up. I think I f- <laughs> I think I felt that. Can you give us the finger? See how it feels? Yeah. I'm gonna flip you my very <laughs> last bird ever and they raise their hand <gasps> proudly their ghostly hand and they raise their middle finger which is now reattached and they look like overjoyed to see it and it goes up into the sky yes. up and up and up until it just like up into the clouds and then sh- chagrin smiling really broadly just kind of whoops upward to join yes their middle finger ascended that's beautiful that was surprisingly beautiful <laughs> Celestine is weeping. You described that there was a tree above this, like right at this grave. Yeah. I'm gonna take my great axe and I'm gonna carve chagrin mm. uh, oh. into the side of this tree. Oh. 
And I'll use Druidcraft to make the tree bloom a flower. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to put the dirt back on their body. Nice. Fuck yeah. God damn. A proper funeral for someone who didn't have it the first time. A quiet stillness falls over this place and you start to become a little bit oriented to where you are in in the grove and you realize that you're not too far from the caves. Okay. All right. Shall we go steal some shit from an asshole we killed? Absolutely. That's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Jay, one of your DMs. You have reached the mid-roll, and normally we use this time to remind you that we have a Patreon, we use word of mouth to grow so tell your friends about us, etc. And in saying that, I hope I've still achieved it. But starting now and for the next few weeks and potentially the foreseeable future, we're going to be doing ad sharing with some other podcasts in the nerdy TTRPG space. Today's ad is for our dear, dear friends, Reckless Attack, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast, I think I got that in the right order, filled with fabulous world building, a deeply charismatic and collaborative cast, inherent goodness, high quality audio, and of course, frogs. We adore these folks as both artists making something totally excellent and people who are so deeply wonderful and good. You know what? Don't take it from me. Just listen to what they've cooked up for you. Here's Reckless Attack. A story of monsters, mystery, and myth. And the four adventurers who have banded together as heroes and as friends. And then he hears Val's voice from above, and then he basically feels better. Yeah. <laughs> who come together to make the world a little safer for their fellow mortals. Large creatures. I Hody! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't put yep. Hody in danger. Well... I guess it's hero time. Reckless Attack is a weekly, collaboratively built and character-driven D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. Join us at our table as we explore a homebrew fantasy world whose future is built on the mistakes of the past. A story of ultra giants and saints, legends and rediscovery, and stacks of frogs. Jackers is building his own Ewok village. <laughs> yes, <he is. laughs> uh-huh. Check us out at RecklessAttack.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much, Reckless Attack. Thank you, listeners, for being here. And you're welcome for introducing you to a wicked new actual play. Go and follow Reckless Attack on everything. Check them out. You're going to love it. That's it from me. Back to the show. Where once you had a pretty emotionally fraught battle with Scavenge's ghosts that were haunting him, and the place where that battle uh, was held was in a place in the forest or in the grove that was pretty dead. When you were there a few days ago at this point, everything just looked like it had the life sucked out of it. Even though it's only been a couple days since you were here, you notice the tiniest bit of rebirth. Mm. You walk through over to the gorge. Is that what we called it? You walk through this area of the grove over to the fissure. You lower yourself down and find yourself back at the caves. As you enter the deep blue crystal cave, you come face to face with yourself, 
the reflective surface bouncing your image off of every angle. There's a sharp stillness now, unlike the last time you were here. Thankfully, no one seems to know about this place and Scavenge's items are still scattered about. He took none of them through the teleportation circle. Resting here are a few small boxes, a sleeping roll, some papers, and of course, the safe. Well, that is too juicy to not just go for the safe yeah. first, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, Crater, you've got the combination. We don't even need Ms. Riot's skills mm-hmm. this time. <laughs> okay. Hey, do you want to see how you crack a safe? Yeah. Just <laughs> steal the code in some arcana-infused dream-like state and, <laughs> and memorize it and try to hold on to that memory for a week. Simple. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the safe. You're going to answer it in. 4, 20, 69. <laughs> <laughs> Click. And it opens. Inside the safe, there is one object. It's a rectangular leather bag with, instead of clasps, it's got four-fingered hands that kind of wrap around the bag and hug it tightly. As you go to lift up the bag, it feels pretty light. And as you open the bag to take a look at what's inside, there is like a deep, vast blackness. Uh You can't see the bottom. Did we just get a bag of holding? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody make an arcana check for me, actually. Yeah. 17 for Celestine. 15. Negligible. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan and Celestine... When you glance into the bag and realize there's like this deep, dark, void blackness inside, you recognize this as a not commonly found, but somewhat well-known magic item called a bag of holding. The way that this works is that you can put up to 500 pounds worth of stuff into your bag of holding, and it will always remain no heavier than 15 pounds and will not change shape. Sick. To access something in the bag of holding, all you need to do is think about it as you reach your arm into it. Now, you might have an idea of what Scavenge has put in this bag, but you don't know for sure. So I think Celestine and Riot, you both know that to learn the contents of a bag that you don't know what's in it, all you need to do is turn it inside out. Okay. Yeah, I do so like it's a bag of Halloween candy. (laughs) (laughs) You turn the bag inside out. First, A couple coins drop out, ding, 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 and then a couple more coins, ding, 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 and then suddenly a fucking flood of coins (laughs) rushes out, and all of you are trying to keep it from falling out the cave side. It is (laughs) unending. By the time this ends and you have a moment to count the money, you know that it's about $10,000 that just came out of this bag of holding. A few other items of note come out of the bag. First of all, a familiar belt buckle. You recognize this belt buckle suddenly as uh, what you saw on Hacksaw McGraw's ghost. Mm. And for whatever reason, Scavenge held onto it. Oh, oh my, that is, um, that's an impressive belt buckle. Celestine looks down at his own belt buckle, a little ashamed (laughs) at like how much smaller it is than that one. Uh, May I? I I was going to say, it would look really good on you. Oh, thank you so much. I have, I, I don't wear belts, so. It's, it's all yours, buddy. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Celestine, yeah, Celestine definitely takes the uh, definitely takes the belt buckle. Perfect. The other item that falls out of the bag is something that is wrapped in a freezer pack. Hmm. Let's. Uh, can we can we unwrap the freezer pack? You can, and as you do, uh, a familiar foot oh greets you. <gasps> oh my! 
Damn. I, I, I cannot wait to tell Linger what we've oh. found. Did we, do, do we have a good way to contact him? Is he on PIP? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want, I want him to be proud of us so bad. <laughs> well, we, uh, we do personally know a tutor. That's true. I just want to deliver him the news ourselves. <laughs> you know? I want to make that handsome face smile. But like, isn't the isn't it kind of cooler where like I don't know if if we don't personally have to tell him but we tell someone to tell him that hey we found Effigy's foot that it looks like we're not trying too hard to impress him it looks like we just did it out of the goodness of our right. hearts right yeah yeah well that makes sense as you ruminate on how to get the news to linger a couple I- other items remain in here first of all a couple boxes. Um, small boxes similar to the ones that you found in the creation point as you dig through them they are more android parts they look similar to the specter parts but maybe a bit more valuable you could suspect that these were potentially on their way to be sold and finally there are a few notes so what you find are um more than a couple maps, similar to the map that you found uh, just in the ruins outside of Aquaketch, um, with the notes in the margin that sort of set you off on this adventure. Everyone make a perception check for me. Uh, 27. Yeah, 8. <laughs> that was a nat 20 for Crater. Oh! oh, okay. Crater was looking hard for his limbic sensor. <laughs> on these maps and on these pieces of paper... Celestine and Crater, you find just some extra notes written in the margins. Notably, as you start to point them out to each other and read them together, Riot, you can't see any of them. A few of the notes that you're able to find, Crater, written down, one note in the margin reads, whatever else you collect, you can sell for personal profit 100% as long as you get those codes. Another one reads, just let me know if she's getting too smart. Another one reads, if you get caught and need extra funds, seek ghosts in Venera Vega. And a final one that you find is, no sale, the orchestrator needs this one. The, the orchestrator. orchestrator. Who's who's she? Yeah. My best guess is that it refers to Ms. Riot here. Who Maybe. We, we know that something has been done to you, perhaps by Lux or somebody else associated with him to keep you from being able to, to learn certain information. And obviously there's something that they don't want you to know. So you could be that she. Like the orchestrator is Lux, right? It's gotta be. Or it could be somebody above him. Yeah. Or edict, you know? As you're all discussing this, I think we'll sort of flip back from this moment into the present moment where you're all sort of discussing this as you remember it in back in Crater's apartment. You haven't gotten really any further information along those lines since then, but... It is weighing heavy on your minds as a sound comes through on Crater's Pip. Mm. And uh, it's a message. And you open it up and it says, uh, <laughs> it's Linger. <gasps> this is uh, <laughs> this is my first time using a paper play, Pip. I uh, I hope I'm calling the right, uh, uh, what was that name you gave me? Uh, Bentley. That this is a message for Bentley Davis. Uh, I hope everything is all right. Uh, give me a call at the Viridesia Specter Hospital when you can, because Effigy's feeling a bit better, and we're ready to move. If you are, uh, okay. How do I? Where's the goodbye button? Oh, oh here I found it. Bye. Love you. <laughs> well, love you, Linger. Love you. <laughs> oh, 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 Linger. Okay, Riot. Mm-hmm. 
how do I call <laughs> on this <laughs> <laughs> two technologically deficient old dudes <laughs> trying to trying to call each other. It's great. Like, oh, here, oh just, just uh, you just hit the little thing. Um, hopefully, hopefully it picks up. I press the button and actually, like, I accidentally open up, open up my voicemail somehow, and it's just like, <laughs> enter your code. <laughs> Can you like? I'll, I'll just like reach over and be like, oh, uh, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, can you like video call on these things like like facetime oh yeah yeah okay fuck yeah <laughs> all right let's facetime or try to facetime with lingers oh. <laughs> hip. yeah it will be the viridesia specter hospital pit. okay <laughs> that's fine that's yeah, okay. great that's great viridesia specter hospital uh hi there we're we're looking for a friend of ours that is supposed to be staying there uh very handsome man. Probably know who it is. Uh, I know exactly who you mean. Please hold. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I roll perception to see if the person seemed like flustered uh, by th- just the thought of linger? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's a twenty-five. Yeah. They were fanning themselves as they turned away. <laughs> the flaps were not shut. <laughs> the flaps were open. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to talk about the flaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. so yeah a few moments pass and then uh you hear in the background like what is it i just stand right in front of it uh okay uh, hello Thank you. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. damn it's good to see you it's good to see you too how you doing it's very very good to see you linger like good to see you he winks at you. you. <laughs> oh my. Celestine <laughs> blushes. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, you look like you're in good spirits. Please tell me you got some good news for me. Oh. We we, we hold up the foot and like pose around the foot. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, you did it. Woo. Oh, wow. I am so relieved. How is Effigy? Is she is she hanging in there? Will 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 we be able to get the foot to her in time hello effigy steps in from behind <laughs> oh. oh well hello oh, hello <laughs> good to see you up and about thank you i see you found oh that's just wonderful they got it back <laughs> oh, we knew they would yes we did oh well that's just great so what's uh what's next uh question for the dms is the is the ride from J Detective bringing us to Viridesia again? He did not say Mm. where it was going. At the very least, can we have arranged something with J Detective, like a courier service that he trusted to get this to Viridesia? Yeah. I don't know if that's a stupid idea. Yeah, especially with how bad J Detective was. Linger, we're gonna FedEx it to you. (laughs) You will have to sign for it. Uh, Do they come to the... The deep of the Thorolash? Why don't you let Tudor Spruce know where you'll be? And then, Linger, you can, you know, talk to Tudor Spruce and... Oh, yeah, any excuse to go down to Spruce. I mean, we could send it to Tudor Spruce. Any excuse to go down to Spruce. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen those curtains in a while, so... <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Oh, any, any excuse to go down on Tudor's yeah, bridge. You know what? I thought of it. I was like, no, no. There's been enough oh. flap talk already. I'll just leave it on the table. She's gonna love there you go. Crater. You, you did it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I don't suppose they're going to let me out for another few days. So if you know where you're going, why don't you let us know? And maybe we can talk again. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're keeping this thing safe. Got it on ice. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll make sure that we get this back to you as soon as we can here. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad to see that you two are okay. Oh. Paul boy, likewise. I'm looking great. Can I just say? <laughs> I always am. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> can we high five through this thing? Uh, like you can kind of like hit it. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I <laughs> smack it and like a critter accidentally closes the call. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. That's absolutely what happens. <laughs> Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, that was delightful. Well, quite the haul you've got and uh mm. you know, still no updates from JD since the last one. So, tell me a little bit about what y'all have done for the past few days. Well, have we had a chance to look through those boxes? The ones from the cave? Yeah. They were full of just like regular just regular-ish looking parts that maybe looked a little bit more valuable. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll just hang on to those. Maybe Jitty Detective will know what to do with them or who they might belong to. Yeah, so actually I was wondering, is there any way to identify who some of these parts might belong to? Like if we wanted to try and return some of these parts to to androids or or like, you know, have somebody do that, is there any are there identifying markings on any of these things? Or is there like a, a uh, serial number? Yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah, something like that. If lost, returned to. Yeah. Yeah. If stolen. <laughs> if brutally taken from within your body. The way that android parts work is that a lot of organs, in quotation marks, that like have to do heavier lifting that are part of like vital um, systems in the body and things like that, they last basically one android's lifetime. And mm. so typically what happens is these android parts get matched with an android. And once their life chip becomes active, you can't really use that part for a different Android because it's almost like paired with it. And the amount of work that the life chip uh, exerts on this, on the organs, usually renders them totally inoperable by the time their life is over. So in a way, yes, organs are tied to androids. There might be like a way to maybe like code them or like hack them to find out but there's no like tattoo or anything or like written serial numbers right well well, why don't we hold on to them and see yeah yeah if there's anything we can find it was worth a shot yeah Yeah. how about everybody roll either in a history or an arcana check I got a nat 20. Oh, Riot, you might know this from just from kind of knowing about Android parts having been modded. Mm -hmm. I think that you would probably know that like the best bet of trying to find out who a part belongs to is, and I don't like, you can just, you can all decide how you feel about this, but is bringing the parts to a specter based place. Mm. Because specters are the ones who run the creation points and they're the ones who sort of like put, you know. Mm-hmm. life chips and activate them and that sort mm-hmm. of thing okay all right mm, something to keep in mind mm-hmm. yeah i got a mod this week <laughs> oh shit, shit. cool <laughs> i want to hear about that shall we go back in time a little bit and hear more yeah. about that sure how long after you get home from like the caves and scavenge and everything do you go and get the mod so say that whole rigmarole took like two days including all of the sleeps that we had maybe mm-hmm. and the travel sure 
I'd yeah. say like two or three days for me to like let my guard down and feel like almost like uh, trying to access a sense of of closure with that whole past part of my life as well of walking into one of those places again. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the morning that you're deciding to get ready to go and do this sort of uh, serendipitously a knock comes at Crater's apartment door. Okay. Am I the only one or should I get it? Can I get it? Is that rude? (laughs) Crater's asleep in the other room. Okay. So So, yeah, I was going to say Celestine is still asleep in the jacuzzi. Way in residence. (laughs) (laughs) You open the door and see Garvazine. Oh, Oh, Hi. Hey. Uh, I'm going to hug him. <laughs> he hugs you back and it's a long hug. He feels pretty weak in your arms still. Uh, okay, come 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 sit down. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, man, that thing that snowshoe can do is wild. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty talented. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um physically, I mean after snowshoe's work and the deep tissue massages, mm-hmm. um like physically a lot better but i don't know it's just all it was a lot you know yeah you've been to helen back the last little bit i'm sorry that i wasn't there at the end i really really wanted to be (laughs) no uh you know it was almost better to just be able to face him and do it myself and uh yeah it's uh it's over you did you did great you know that's we all did everything that we could. Yeah. Um, so just to sort of cut right to the chase, um, I'm feeling physically okay, but that really did a number on me. And mm-hmm. um, like I wanted to become a symbiote before, but it's c- kind of getting to a point where if I don't, I don't know how much longer I'm going to have. So um, I know we kind of talked about it before, but do you think you could take me to someone? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely can. And, uh, you know, we have some uh, some money to throw around now, too, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we shook down Tudor Birch. Well, Celestine <sighs> shook down Tudor, Tudor Birch. It was kind of awesome. Celestine did? Yeah, he was like... It was it was sick. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's... Uh, all right, let's... No time to waste. Let's hit the streets. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. You both head out into the cold streets of Midmoss... Garbazine walks a little slower than he has, but despite the fact that he's like maybe not feeling as well as he originally said, he's in pretty good spirits. And here's the thing. Midmoss is like the modding capital of yeah. the Fifth Collide. It is easy to find. So you using your knowledge of, you know, what seems trustworthy, um, all that sort of stuff, you're able to source a place that looks like it's going to be exactly what you need. I guess we walk in the front door, uh, I go a little bit ahead of Garbazine, kind of like like emotionally shielding him, oh. and uh, go up to the first person who's, I don't know, do these have desks? Do they have reception? <laughs> so typically, <laughs> typically these things are kind of like in the back rooms of, yeah. you know, like even like the cran, uh, sorry, the collegiate had um, a back room, but like pretty much any bar you find. <laughs> I was going to say a bar. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> You find a pretty reputable bar and sneak into the back room. There is no desk, but there is like, it's sort of a cold looking room, pretty industrial and pretty, uh, what's the word for medical? Like like sterile? Yeah, very sterile, very institutional. 
But there is someone in there. Okay. Hey, uh, what can I do for you? We're looking to get some mods done. Specifically, this one over here is uh, moving in a bit of a symbiote direction. Can you help us? Oh, yeah. First time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Red. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, for sure. What, what, what were you thinking of? What's ailing you, you know? Um, what do you need, Garbazine? I um, actually was wondering... Um, could you replace my oil with blood? Oh, yeah. Oh, classic, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're running a little rusty these days? You need a little yeah. limbering up? I um, I took a lot of... Um, my body took a lot of what it shouldn't have. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. No problem. No problem, kid. Absolutely. We'll take care of you. Uh, I, you know, if you can pay, we'll take care of you. We can pay. I love to hear it. All right. Uh, how about uh, yourself? Oh, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna moral support for for him. Uh, I don't need anything. It's been a, it's been a while. I, <laughs> no, you have. Wait, right? Are you sure? I mean, we could do like a. I mean, you already have blood. Do you want oil in your veins instead of blood? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can like swap. <laughs> After wow. some of the Android yeah. drinks that I've had, I'm not so thrilled about. Um, I, I don't know. I thought I, I thought I figured I was done. Uh, what do you What do you have? Do you have anything come in lately that's been of interest? Why don't I let you take a look at some parts I got in the back while uh, I start getting your friend comfortable? Okay. Okay, no promises that I'll pick anything, but yeah, I, I, I would love sure, to. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. All right, so the surgeon leaves, leads you sort of to the back of the room. There's some parts laid out, uh, all of them very, like, sanitary. This this place, even though it looks kind of dingy, it feels pretty legit, like, you know, based on your experience, Riot. Mm -hmm. And then he goes over and starts kind of, like, prepping prepping Garbazine to be drained and refilled. Okay, I'm going to just check in with Garbazine and be like, hey, you, you're you okay? Yeah. You're good? Do you need anything? No, there's rules. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I go over to all the parts and have a gander. Does anything catch your eye? Well, at first, no. Nothing sparked anything in me. Uh, you know, I started kind of like being like, oh, there's not like, I, I have everything I need. There's no, nothing here that's really like inspiring me uh, until just like there's like a bit of a glimmer on one of them that catches from like the operating lights from the other room and uh, it glints and I can just see myself with it suddenly where it's just like that's something clicks uh, and there's a small piece that's meant to go where your eye is. <laughs> cool. So cool. Uh, and I, I'm going to pick it up. I see uh, the ocular mod got your attention there. Yeah, it, this is awesome. What, uh, w is it a recent model? Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't ask questions about where my pots come from. You understand. But uh, yeah, this is a little bit special compared to other ocular mods I've seen. I Honestly, I can't wait to get it installed to see the full capacity. I would love to. I would love to put you in this uh, ocular piece today. What does it do? Well... So basically, the idea is that, uh, you know, it's a long distance aperture. Uh, so, you know, if you're trying to, uh, say, see or get to someone from a distance, you're going to have an easier time 
to doing that and it's going to be, well, let's say you're in a bit of a scuffle. You'll see them first and you'll hit them harder. This is like a Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That is too sick. Yeah. I mean, or you could use it for bird watching, right? <laughs> <laughs> Equally viable. E- Equally viable. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Let's do this. All right. It's a good day. day. Have a lie down. Okay. I lie down and, uh, oh, I'll be like, oh, I want it. I want it on my left side. Oh, good thing you told me. Yes. Yeah. That's where my mods go. I was definitely going to do right. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah. (laughs) Continuity, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. You you got a really good aesthetic. Thank you. And I I will just say, I'm trying to be cool, but I do recognize you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for saying so that's nice it's a real honor <laughs> feel free to send anyone my way absolutely what's your name by the way i have a name <laughs> <laughs> and it's a surgeon's name, name too, too. <laughs> yeah my name is uh cutsio tools what <laughs> cutsio tools perfect <laughs> oh god that's I love this game. fucking brilliant <laughs> thanks yeah you know <laughs> picked it myself <laughs> oh my god okay so you sit down in one of Cutsio tools comfy seats next to garbazine who is uh, currently in the middle the midst of his transfusion Cutsio works a little bit longer on garbazine first before getting to you but after like half an hour of going through the treatment garbazine just kind of reaches a hand out to you oh hey what Oh, uh, whoops. No, no. No, no, it's, whoops. I just, I, it's the blood. Um, I'm not used to it in my... <clears throat> it's good. Garbazine <laughs> looks away and whistles. <laughs> Can I grab his hand back? Oh. Yeah. No, okay. He jumps a little bit, but then relaxes. <laughs> now, uh, okay, you're, you're going to have to make a few lifestyle changes here, okay? you, you got to do mm. some maintenance on this new blood. You're going to yeah. have to start eating meat, red meat. Lots of iron. Yeah. yeah. All right? Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank Fucking thank you. Oh, my God. My pleasure. You, Riot, become further modded, and Garbazine goes from cloud android to cloud android symbiote with a fresh tank of blood instead of oil <laughs> coursing through his wires. And just as a little uh, mechanical note, he does get a mechanical pump installed to circulate the blood through the wires. Cool. And it beats like a heart. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, love it. Right. What does your eye look like? Oh, so like the original inspiration for my arm was that uh, Long John Silver from (gasps) Treasure Planet. And I think the eyes got to be a little similar as well, where it's like you couldn't really tell unless you get close. But once you do, you realize that there's like gears and metal uh, and kind of twisting and like taking in everything. There's like a red light coming out of the center and it uh, uh, like the mechanics are all kind of like twisting so that the the spot where the light is coming out gets smaller and bigger depending on what it's trying to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you want to reveal what the mechanics are? You don't have to if you want to keep it secret. No, I I think that's cool. It's good. It's too tasty. (laughs) Um, We did uh, decide on calling it a a see-through-the-bullshit mod. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, it... It gives a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls because I can see everything that's going on a lot clearer uh, and from further away and I can hit with more precision. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Awesome. 
<laughs> As though Riot needed help hitting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little bonus mechanic when you roll a crit, but I can save that for when it happens. Right. Up to you. That's Yeah, let's save it. That's special. Ooh. Yeah, a little something extra. But for now, you're just fucking even deadlier which is horrifying <laughs> we will tell the patrons on the recharge what yes. the what, what the crit is if you want to find Ooh, out join our patreon yeah. plug, yeah. plug, plug, plug. i just want to walk out of there with like holding garbazine's hand nice yeah oh as you both walk out of there i think this probably takes all day also especially yeah. between the two of you like probably goes late into the night and so as you walk out into this area of midmoss where Previously, like everywhere in Midmoss was pretty unwelcoming to people covered in the um, in the tower tattoos. Garbazines have faded a little bit, but they're not completely gone. And the first time you walked through here, he looked pretty uncomfortable, like being perceived, basically. Mm-hmm. And after what he's just done with you, there's a pep in his step. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling? Um, pretty weird. Yeah. Like, it's uh, the the heartbeat, not a heart, but I mean, you know what I mean. A heart. Yeah. It's a heart. I mean, it does the same thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel, um, I feel really fucking good. Good. Your eye looks sick. Thanks. I, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll regret this later, but I am so happy. I'm really happy that I ran into you guys. Me too. Thanks for everything, and uh, I'm I'm really glad that we got to do this together. Me too. Back in the present moment, maybe there's been some talk of that mod going on, and once more, somebody's pip goes off and interrupts you rudely. Uh, this time, it's riots. Mm-hmm. It's a message from Enigmata, and it says, "Hey, boss, so." Deeples are showing up again, having a harder time getting rid of them, and Lux isn't returning my calls so much this week. I'm worried about you. Call me. Oh my god. Crap. Okay. Uh, are Celestine and... Uh, did, did Crater and Celestine, did you hear that? Did they hear that? Or is it just me? Um, this one was not a voice message, so it's just you. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna turn to them and be like, Hey, my assistant just got in touch with me, Enigmata. Uh, and... I guess deep lows have started showing up again. Uh, and she's been trying to get in touch with Lux. I feel like I want to, I want to warn her, but I wanted to see what you thought first as far as um, whether these lines are safe, whether I should say anything at all that looks suspicious, like we've caught on. What do you think? Do you trust that, that Enigmata is not in league with Lux? I did, but now... I couldn't tell you what I think. You know what? She's a smart kid. She knows how to handle deep blows, and Lux doesn't want her, so she's not in danger. Maybe I just leave it until we can get a line on this from Jade Detective. That that might be safe. The safest bet. Yeah. If yeah. someone's going to be working for you, they got to be tough, right? Yeah, and she is. That's, yeah, that's why I hired her. <laughs> okay. And the message goes unanswered. <laughs> 